You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, brought to you by the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm Matt Bacon, here with my beautiful co-host, Keith of Ghost Cult Mag. How are you today, Keith? I'm good, man. What's up? Well, I had a really interesting topic, a controversial topic, a topic I made a, a Bacon's Bit post about. If you don't know about Bacon's Bits, it's my daily educational video series for bands. I made a Bacon's Bit about it, stirred up a lot of shit. And that is that your band should not expect on advance unless you're like real fucking big. And if you do get an advance, a lot of the time, it's only going to pay for a part of your recording. Um, yeah, you know, uh, and this is something that, you know, aggravated some people justifiably and raise some some cackle cockles so i wanted to kind of dig into this dig into sort of you know we talked um i forget if it was last week or the week before we talked about the anatomy of a record contract and i think it's important to understand the function of an advance and why you don't see as many anymore does that make sense makes total sense my man we have talked a lot on this podcast that the kind of romanticized as Brooklyn happens behind me. I'm sure you're going to miss that sound uh, in London. Um, we have talked on this podcast repeatedly that the old model of the record industry has changed. Things that used to be expectations, even for modest bands, are not in play anymore. Uh, the industry is contracting while definitely guarding their profits and their bottom line. So that means everybody, not just, oh, bands are getting screwed. Bands are, uh, are not getting screwed. Just the entire industry is going to contract, especially after this pandemic. So just, you know, yeah. in general, we've talk talked about lowered and proper expectations. And, you know, you are not shy about pointing that out. And I guess, you know, some people got their uh, jimmies rustled, as they say, in yeah. Boston. Yeah, and this, is, and this is a really hard thing to have to deal with, you know, because, like, like it sucks to be told that like yeah you know you're not gonna get an advance and it's really hard you know especially in a pandemic it's really hard to save the money you need to save if you're trying to like make some money for your band you know what i mean and yeah that you know so so i just want to break down a couple so how an advance works because i think a lot of people don't understand this okay just to make math easy, a very, very small advance, $1,000, okay? You might think, okay, well, I'm selling my CDs at $10 a pop. So once I sell um, 100 CDs, I'll have paid off my $1,000, right? Because it's $10 a CD, 100 CDs, right? That, that should clear you. That's not the case. 
you're actually paying at your royalty rate. So if you're getting a 10% royalty, for instance, you know, on a, on a CD that's being sold for $10, you're actually only, um, you're actually only making or paying off a dollar per CD. So you have to sell a thousand CDs to pay off that thousand dollar guarantee because you're only, because, because of the royalty rate, you're only paying off a dollar per CD. Okay. And this is where the labels make their money. Cause like you don't really recoup that advance a lot of the time, but you have, but like simultaneously, I don't really, you know, a lot of people paint labels as bad guys for this, but it's like, no, you agreed to a 10% royalty. Of course that applies from record one, you know, you were already given the money for the first thousand records sold in this scenario. And you were able to use that for whatever, hopefully not drugs. A lot of people end up using it for drugs and ends up biting them in the ass, you know, so you don't want to, you don't want to do that, but that's sort of the general initial point I wanted to kind of pick apart is just like, so this is how advances work. Did, did, did my explanation make sense? Perfect sense to me. Uh, yeah. you know, I've been around the music business for years. I had a band many years ago, pitched many labels, many rejections, some nibbles, no chomps, but uh, I regret nothing. I made a lot of music I love and had a good time trying. But, um, you know, it's different stakes now. The, the industry is definitely a different animal than it used to be. So the key point, right, just getting back into it, is that advances can be a good thing, but they're hard to do. And, you know, so, of course, the question becomes, Keith, if, the, if we can agree on the math of an advance, why don't more people give them out? I just think, uh, you know, it's a clear money decision. Just the industry is not what it was financially. I think the risk is very high. And, um, you know, why would there be a massive advance if you weren't, you know, like you're taking an awful risk giving money out? And I think, you know, recoupability is a thing. I'm sure it's talked about. I'm sure you've talked about it at the labels you work at and sign bands. You just signed a couple of bands with Blacklight. That is amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm sure these conversations get had. They're real difficult conversations, I'm sure. I think if there's a bidding war, that's where that money comes into. And there's a band worth fighting for, or you know there's an actual current engagement from many labels. I think that's when advances come into play. But that's probably very few cases now. Yeah, it 100% is very few cases. And that, that's really crucial to understand, right? Is that bit, like bidding wars do happen? They don't happen a lot. The bands that do get bidding wars going on had a lot going for them before said bidding war started. You know, and also there's a lot of people who'd like just want to minimize their advance so they don't owe the label anything, right? And just to make their lives easier. I think that's a little bit. I think you're. I think that's a little bit silly because you were going to get paid out at the same rate regardless. Um, but I appreciate that, that value, you know, the, and ultimately, yeah, like labels don't want to invest in bands really because they don't have to anymore. There's the commentary from the cat. Um, you know, yeah. labels, labels don't need to invest in bands because there's for every good band that they sign, there's five other good bands that are very similar who would just, who've already recorded the record and don't want don't expect five thousand dollars 
you know, to be able to do, do a thing. They're just stoked to have been given any money. And that's really the problem is that when there is oversaturation in the market, you know, then you don't need to give an advance to incentivize people because most people, the, the label has all the leverage, you know? Um, and that's, that leads to a couple really tricky scenarios that don't really play out too much in the artist's favor. Um, you know, so, so that's really what I want to point out at the end of the day here is that above and beyond everything else, like no matter how good or bad something might be, if you don't have any leverage, if you don't have any of the power to say yes or no, or this makes sense for me, or this doesn't make sense for me, then you're screwed. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's really, it, it doesn't get much more, it's not, it's not any more complicated than that. It's just like, do you have leverage? Yes or no? Um, Most bands don't. You know, so you have to accept that and figure out, okay, how can I in fact be better and in fact have value? But, you know, the thing ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, most of the time you're not going to have that and it's going to take a long time to develop something approximating that, which is fine, but you just have to operate with that in mind. Um, so that's really my, my two cents in terms of advances is that they've been diminished, not just because the whole industry is diminished, but because there's not as much of a need for them anymore. Like after all, you know, if you're really good with pro tools, you can emulate most great studios you know, and like, you can't, you know, like $5,000 or whatever is only going to take you so far, especially if you're trying to hire like a top flight producer. And, you know, more commentary from the, from the kitten gallery. Um, you know, but this is really what I just want to drive down is like, there's so much content out there that to justify an advance is hard. And that, you know, and like you have to be a sure thing because labels have to know, like, because the thing is like in this example of a label giving someone a small $1,000 advance on a 10% royalty, which is admittedly on the smaller side, you know, they're really, you know, like a thousand units isn't nothing, you know? So that's like quite the gamble they have to make, you know, like, oh, this band will actually move a thousand units and actually make that worthwhile you know, and then make that investment justified because otherwise that investment wasn't justified and they paid you more than you were worth. Um, you know, and the market is the market is the market. I hate to say it. Even if you think your music is really good and even if you think there's a lot of potential and upside, you know, the market decides, not you. Um, so just realize that in terms of advances, you know, there, it's really just a royalty check in advance it can help you pay for your record and probably won't pay for the whole thing in most cases. Although sometimes it does, you know, some of the bigger guys do make sure that their, their people get taken care of. And then you just go from there, you know, really. Uh, it's a lot of work. It can suck, but it's really that simple. And when you kind of sit down and grind it out, you'll be able to go to that next level. Um, you know, and, and, and any final thoughts on advances, Keith? No, not really, but, you know, um, keep grinding away. Don't, don't be discouraged by this uh, a little grim topic. This is reality. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't think it's a grim topic. I think it's just what it is, you know? Like, 
if, if your upside, especially in extreme metal, is only so many records, your upside, especially in extreme metal, is only so many records. This has been Dumb and Dumbest, brought to you by the Daily Music Business Podcast. You have been listening. Are we done yet? Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.